0: Hi everyone, and welcome back to Sentient Future. This is episode 24. With the mindset of living intentionally, we continue our look at the fourth skill in the sentient worldview, interpreting our situation with reason. Specifically today, we're gonna talk about probability. Simply put, probability is the likelihood that something will happen. So when we reason through something mentally, considering probability is necessary to manage our risks. Common examples include Flipping a coin and having a 50% chance of heads and a 50% chance of tails. Or pulling a card from a standard deck of cards and having a 1 out of 52 chance of picking the one that you were thinking about. Or even playing the lottery like 649, where the odds of you winning are approximately 1 in 14 million. Odds are calculated by calculating all of the outcomes in which you do win and dividing it by the total number of outcomes. Some games are structured and we know what the odds are. Other situations in life, we know there are risks, but we don't necessarily have the numbers. In structured games, certainly in casinos, the house always wins. That simply means that the odds are always stacked against you, and in the long term, because of the law of averages, you will lose. When you gamble in a structured way in casinos, don't play with money you can't afford to lose, and recognize that most of what you're getting out of the experience is the entertainment value, the thrill of the what-if. But in most cases, that's all you'll get, is the memory of the thrill, of the optimism, of the anticipation, before being let down. And I'd even argue from an intentional living standpoint, winnings from structured gambling are rarely earned and can feel somewhat like hollow victories. And then as far as unstructured risks in real life are concerned, you tend to have a greater degree of control. Just remember that risks inherently mean that you don't have any guarantees. All you can do is improve your odds of winning. That's where understanding some probability basics comes in handy. Firstly, let's look at some discrete examples. Let's say you're trying to pick your new smartphone. Let's say it's Apple's iPhone, or the Google Pixel, or the Samsung Galaxy. While each should cover your basic needs, let's say there's one that you'd be most happy with. The worst thing you can do is pick at random, say between the three of them. Their respective costs aside, you've only got a 33% chance of picking the right one. That's why we do our market research first, that's why we look at other people's reviews. We look at the specs and the user interface and compare them with what we value in a device. Having a good idea of what aligns best with your needs improves the probability that you'll pick the best one for you. And while your odds get markedly better with more research, you'll never be quite certain until you've actually used it yourself. So there remains inherent risk, we've just minimized it. Another useful probability basic to understand is the gambler's fallacy. Simply put, if something has continued to not go your way, time and time again, the chances of it going your way the next time aren't any different. In probability, where there is risk and there is chance, you are not owed anything. Most real victories in life require work. And there's an old expression that fortune favors the prepared. Yes, opportunities may arise out of the blue, but if you're not ready for them, if you haven't done the work, if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to be able to take advantage of those opportunities. If you work in a way that brings in itself satisfaction, or doesn't depend on good fortune for you to become successful, then you're prepared for the worst and good fortune is simply a bonus. Next, let's look at a continuous example. Rather than there being discrete options, maybe you're deciding how to price your product or your service. You might price your product at $20, or $21, or $22, or $23, or $24.59. To evaluate your risk as best as possible, you'll want to learn about your customer's willingness to pay. If a large percentage of your potential customers would pay $24 but wouldn't pay $26 on the basis of similar products out there, then you might want to price your product at $24. Again, there are no guarantees because there are a lot of other factors as well. But you need to work and do your own research to figure out the lay of the land. So now we come to my favourite part of every episode. So what? Making decisions and acting in a way that is consistent with your values to achieve your goals requires that you understand the game, and in particular that you've sensed your context, which is the second skill in the sentient worldview. Knowing what the random odds are, as well as how good you can make the odds for yourself by doing a bit of research, markedly improves your probability of winning. Know what you can afford to lose, and what you can't. There's a lot to be said for living to fight another day. Am I suggesting that you don't take risk? Absolutely not. Some of the most worthwhile ventures have risk. When you play dice with the universe, just know the most you can about the game. So I'd like to know, what risks have you taken lately? I always welcome Collins and thank you for tuning in today. Until next time, live intentionally. Sentient Future out.